Hello everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Changing the Climate, a show where we talk about the changing world around us and how we can make it better. Brought to you by Climate Change Realty. The only real estate brokerage that donates 50% of its net commissions to 501c3 nonprofit organizations dedicated to fighting climate change. AY, great to meet you, man. Thanks so much for taking some time out of your busy schedule to join me on the show. Yo, I'm happy to be here with you, man. <laughs> yeah, no, we're happy to have you. What you're doing is like really, really cool. I love talking to people. There's so many people doing amazing things in all different um, industries. So it's really cool to talk to someone. I really love talking to artists as well. And we always love to get the show started with a little bit of background on who you are, how you got to be doing what you're doing now. Yeah. 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 Dope. Dope. I mean, it's, it's so hard. It's like, where do you start in this like eight to 10 year journey? But yo, <laughs> what's up audience? Ethan, you're the man. I, I'd be the one them call a Y young. I'm founder of something called the battery tour, right? Which is these, re- I do these renewable energy powered concerts, it, uh, but it's kind of an impact model. I use the concert to raise money to send one person, one village access energy. So the battery tour, my performances literally get the world plugged in right so i'm the founder of the battery tour and then i'm one of the 17 united nations young leaders of the world hell yeah <laughs> yeah what is like the the access you say like access to like solar power or what is it exactly yeah 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 so i mean so battery tour and, and like what you know so you know little bit about what got me started you know being a sustainable artist you know or powering concerts using renewable energy i got off a tv show called x factor you know in 2012 yeah yeah i got like four yeses from the celebrity judges like la reed britney spears demi the violin those are my mentors you know and uh i just yeah i wanted to say hey the world i wanted people to hear my music and i kept being told no all the time you know musicians know uh, you know, sometimes it's hard to open or play for other artists or whatever, right? You know, you don't have a lot of followers or maybe they'll tell you, you know, how many tickets have, has your last tour sold out? And I hadn't been on tour. I was just on a TV show. So, you know, I, I was like, how can I, you know, do a concert every day? Because that's what like Bruno Mars or Ed Sheeran, these guys are, you know, Andy Grammer, my favorite artists are performing all the time. And I wanted to be like them. So to answer your question in long form, I, you know, was like, well, how do I power a concert anywhere? And I found out, wow, I can store energy, energy from the sun, right, in batteries. And then if I store enough energy, I can do a concert. And that's how I started with the battery tour. Word. Have you always been, like, interested in, like, sustainability and, like, improving the world in, like, creative different ways? Uh, You know, yes and no. Like, I, you know, it, it's interesting. As I get older, I do look back and realize that my parents were a big factor of everything. Like... Now that I'm old enough, you know what I'm saying, bro? Like how we, we can look back and like, oh, wait, you know, I was homeschooled. Really? And my parents, yeah, we grew our own food when I was like five. Word. You know? And where are you yeah, from? Yeah, I'm from Kansas City, Missouri. Cool. So, you know, like now that I look back, I know that my, my parents were always different. They were always, they were doing what's cool now when it wasn't cool. You know, mm-hmm. so I think all that helped me build Battery Tour, even though I didn't recognize that, you know, I had been instilled with all this change, you know. What do they do? Like, what, that are their, makes what's, what are their, like, careers? Yeah, yeah. I mean, my dad, his name's Alan Young. He built something called Ivanhoe Neighborhood. It's a nonprofit. Cool. And it, it, it's a community focus. Like, you know, so, I, you know, I, I used to wake up and go downstairs, you know, and I would see my dad with the mayor or the chief of police. 
right? And what my dad did, you know, growing up, I had four crack houses on my block, crack houses, drug houses. Mm -hmm. And I watched my dad, you know, mobilize the community block by block, create block captains, work with the city police, help us get curbs and sidewalks. I used to do neighborhood cleanups like weekly, which I hated. Can you see me? I'm like, <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, yeah you're um, good. Yeah, I, dude, I used to hate picking up other people's trash. You know, it's like on a Friday, I want to be with my friends and then like yeah, I got to yeah, pick yeah. up trash. But that's what my dad did is he cleaned up our neighborhood and made it one of the most thriving neighborhoods actually in America, Ivanhoe neighborhood. And so that, those are my parents, you know, change makers, man. Yeah. I mean, probably when you look back, you're probably like that is one of the most meaningful ways to spend like a Friday afternoon now that you're older and you've got like the larger worldly perspective, right? Exactly, bro. Exactly. And, and you know, you know what I realized too? Like uh, I realized that, you know, I watched my parents bring my city together you know, block by block. And I'm like, that's exactly what I'm doing. Yeah. Uh, but country by country. Exactly. City by city. Yeah. Same thing. How, <laughs> how many countries have you been to now? Yo, uh, a lot. I'm not going <laughs> to head to Dubai now. Damn. <laughs> yeah, I know, but I'll say, hold on one second. You're good. Uh, okay. Yeah, I was just saying, I'm going to stay in my car. Just so, so, no worries. Uh, I'll say that the battery tour has brought, you know, we've done over 800 concerts powered by renewable energy, close to 900. Um, and then we've gotten energy access to over 17 countries. So it's been crazy. That is crazy. Um, it's just like when you go and travel outside the U.S., you realize how intense like our culture is and how huge the, our impact is on the rest of the world. So I'm just wondering like what, how your, what your perspective is on how Americans have to like pioneer positive change around the world. Oh, a hundred percent. I'm sorry. You know, no, I'm, I'm totally with it. You know, it's interesting. See, I'll, I'll tell you a story. I, you know, so I was in Saudi Arabia, right? And, and if anyone knows anything about Saudi, five years ago, they just allowed women to be able to drive. <laughs> so you have to understand, like, five years ago, women started driving, which really means about, about two years ago, you know, like women really started driving because, you know, it takes a while when there's a drastic change. Also, like everyone's, I think they call it the Hadid, you know, most women had to wear the, you know, the thing, you know, and now they don't have to, you know, and, 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 and I'll say this, you know, and, and so it allowed, this is why I was able to perform. Like, they were like, you know, three, four years ago, and this was about a couple months ago, three, four years ago, they were like, yeah, you would never, this would never work. People wouldn't be able to dance. This, you know, this is against the religion, you know. Uh, I'll say that, you know, I made some of the best friends of my life in Saudi. And they are more influenced by Drake, Justin by Drake. Bieber. All, all of it, right? Travis Scott, Kanye West. I mean, you would think that they just were like grew up in America, right? American culture is the most influential culture in the world. I really do believe that, or one of the most, right? Hollywood, sure. you know, big movies, entertainment. And so, you know, I think the responsibility of us, U.S. artists especially, uh, is tremendous. I think that with great power comes great responsibility, and we have the power to influence minds uh, uh, all over the world. Mm -hmm. And I think that's why the music, you know, and the message has to coincide with the action uh, and that's what i'm trying to bring to the industry mm -hmm. that i don't really see much of yeah no i, I love that and uh you obviously saw the the new spider-man movie pretty recently so so that's good Spider-Man, <laughs> but spider-man's always been my favorite that's been a that's been a 
quotes since you know yeah. Toby Maguire oh, before for sure. that. You know what I'm saying, bro? Right on. Yeah. <laughs> so that that's an interesting segue into talking about how like art can just bring people together, whether it's music, film, or television. I just wanted to like ask you your thoughts on that because that's like kind of the the pinnacle of what you're trying to do is not only bring people together, create a positive like impact in the world but i don't know it's just like i i love that idea of like people can connect through someone else's like inner emotions is what is reflected in art you know yeah i mean and that's the only way i mean i think we all know that i mean you know my journey has built me to where i'm at now where i've launched this project 17 we'll get into what project 17 is and me being a young leader and what i'm finally doing you know i spent my life doing these concerts and things but i learned at an early age that like even big business right like could you know functions that you know people raise money or or corporations always hire the entertainment angle mm-hmm. or the influencer or the actor or the model to be the face of a campaign, et cetera, so forth. Entertainment, music, art, those are the things that connect to the heart. You know, business can scale, but, you know, the, the things that connect to the heart. And so, you know, I think one reason why, say, the, the UN Sustainable Development Goals or so many initiatives truly fail is because they are missing that angle. So I just found a way, you know, to combine, uh, you know, uh, uh, you know, all these different things, you know, into like a full package that includes art using music as a vehicle, you know, alongside technology, alongside all these pieces. Right. That's what I I vibe with that so much. It's about I feel like once you I, I feel like there's this idea. You go, you know, you go through high school, you go through college in the U.S. at least. And we spend a lot of time being told what to do. But I think the most important thing to do is figure out who you are. And then once you have that really strong foundation, you can build off of your values and then start creating things in the world to get your values out into the world. And then you'll find that other people are drawn to your values, even if they don't even know it. You know what I mean? Even even that's so it's funny because like every every school i speak to anybody i talk to and in general my message whether it's tech nine billy eilish or i'm talking to samsung mm-hmm. i say what's your passion right right so that you just said the premise of my life and project is of like course. in life we should be doing what we love to do every no matter day what. right there's no excuse to I, not. no matter what but but bro but i'll say this and, and you touched on something that 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 is life-changing so anyone listening needs to realize what this dude just said by the way, in order to know what your passion is, in order to, you know, identify that, you have to know what your why is. Yeah, like, you, do you know and Simon talk, Sinek? What is your, oh, 100%. Dude, he's, that's, right? that's the boy. You gotta know what the why yeah. is. Yeah. Right? And, you know, I say something all the time. I say this. I say, like, um, if you know what your why is, then, uh, you know, you, 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 yeah, you'll, you'll live the right life. Because, like, there's so many people that, like, want to be famous or... Uh, want to be an artist or want to be an actor or want, or say they want to do all this stuff. But when you really dive into yourself and get to know who you are and what your why That's is, it. maybe, yeah, right. Like maybe you don't want to be a TikTok influencer. Maybe you just need attention because you didn't get attention from your dad right. or enough from your, right. That's, and it so comes the, past. the attention, right. And if that's the case, if once you dive into this and you realize that, wow, I don't want to be a TikTok influencer. I just like adoration from a lot of people because I didn't get validation from my own family when I was a child. Once you know that kind of thing or whatever it is, you know, like whatever the situation or job is, then you then it's like 
then you can like be like, well, I don't have to be a TikTok influencer. You can you can jump off of a car and do a flip and land on your face and and get attention, right? Yeah. Or you can get an OnlyFans account and get attention, right? If it's about attention, you know, mm-hmm. I, I think knowing your why will help you like just figure out like what you should be doing and what your passion is. It, you know, it's like, like, it's just, it's like <laughs> that compass that Jack Sparrow has in Pirates of the Caribbean. Like it, 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 it points him <laughs> to where he needs to go, man. It makes the decision so easy. What's your, what, what's, Back, your why? what's your why? Yeah, I mean, why why spend life? And I'll tell you my why. Why spend life doing you know something that you you truly you know, or even not knowing why you're doing what you're that doing, you know? Sucks. But yeah, what's right? What's my why? I mean, I have to say I have a lot. I have. A, I think I have more than one. I, I I think that's weird to say. Hey, I have more than one why, but I don't know, man. Ultimately, ultimately, I'm still that homeschool kid that like wants you know, to be who he is. And, you know, and, 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 you know, I, th- I think I'm here to, I, I really think I'm here to be an outlet, you know, to help the world, to help people, you know, plug in and connect to their passion. And I think my why is watching the world get plugged in. Uh, I'm truly the plug. Yeah. You're the plug, bro. Can you, can we, can you like uh, explain that a little bit further when you say get plugged in? What do you mean by that exactly? Yeah. You know, what I, what I realize is getting plugged in can mean so many different things. It can mean, you know, to the community around you. It can mean within to yourself. Right. Like this is why I say I have this fundamental belief. I'm wearing an outlet on my earring. I got one on my, you know, my shirt battery tour is all about being an outlet for yeah. change. I think everyone in the world is an outlet for change. And, you know, what that means is is you yeah you're plugged in you 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 every you know everybody's out you know they, they take an action you know they they power and support change and i think you know companies and organizations artists we're, we're all outlets right and, and and we can we can take an action to uh to you know change this change the planet etc so forth and i say all that to say that you know being an outlet is being plugged into yourself knowing your why leading with your passion it's being plugged into the community around you in the world and planet around you. And it's taking an action. That's what being plugged in is. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. yeah. And, and it can be tough in this country when you're like kind of groomed to be like an individualist and you have to find yourself and then find your community, I think is what makes the most sense in the U S uh, by the way, my why is to meet clear needs so that we all can enjoy life. I use like the Simon Sinek. Yeah. I feel like, you like Simon. Love, you must watch some Gary Vee too. A little, a little like bit. That. I mean, I, I, I like Simon, Gary. I like Gary Keller. He's a real estate guy. Um, I'm a really big Ray Dalio fan as well. I'm not sure if you're familiar with him. I and like principles. I love Kanye as well. But he, he's a, he, I would consider nice. him a philosopher. Um, he is a philosopher. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> what I do want to ask you. That's dope. I like your why, bro. I like. It's I like clear, your right? It's. A, I feel like. So like I would go through life and these things would happen. Like, for example, like a girl would get like really drunk at a party and like pass out and like nobody would like take care of her. And I'd be like, oh, this is like a clear need that needs to be met that isn't being met. And it would just be like I would be looking at it and be like, this is something I got to do. It's like when you look back through like your your stories in your life that make you feel really emotional, you can pull out themes and be like, who am I like at my core? And that's how I got to that as I realized I like being someone who can like fix obvious problems so everyone else can keep on enjoying the party you know what i mean 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's no, that's dope. I actually really like that. Hell that's yeah, good, man. That's that's a beautiful yeah. thing. Yeah. So like, you know, spreading the word about what you're doing, spreading the word about what people who have like similar values to us are doing through this podcast, connecting people through like real estate transactions, getting funding into programs that are really important, you know, that's all part of that that same thing. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Totally. But um I do want to ask you like so you and I are obviously really passionate about our projects and it's really hard to like achieve change. So what, like, what do you think makes it like so difficult for, for more people to not like get involved and just go like, you know, head first on the project, like something like you or I are doing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, there's a lot of factors when you're talking, I mean, cause then we, we, we dive into entrepreneurship sure. and 10,000 hours and right, everything right. else. Right. Like, I mean, dude, like there's so many, but uh, if the question is more like um, how people can contribute to change or like, you know, like we all want to, you know, yeah. like how can I make a big impact? Uh, a lot of times impact is, is, is only accepted when you recognize uh, or, or when you, when you, uh, it, it's accepted when you know what you're measuring it by or whatever, if yeah. that makes sense. So like if you're measuring your success, based on a million dollars or impact on the world or change on the planet based on a million dollar check, no matter what you do, you won't feel mm-hmm. successful. And you won't think that you, you did change. Change is steps. It's steps. Like this, the battery tour, myself, AY, being a young leader was steps. You have to understand I was doing eight to 10 hour shows for about seven wow. years. You know, I did 230 shows the year before I was elected young yeah. leader. Like most people would give up year four, like year four about doing about 200 some essentially street performance shows. I'm, I'm quitting. <laughs> I went out and did another year of 200 or so, another year, another year, another year. Right. The love and, keeps and I've you just going, begun. So yeah, definitely. And my why keeps me going and my, and I'm doing my, what I'm passionate about. So, you know, you know, those are all, you know, what keep you, you know, going. But I say all that to say it took steps. I didn't just like wake up and went like, you know, overnight success doesn't no happen. You and I yeah. both know it's all part of yeah. a plan. Tell right? me more. So, tell me more yeah. about this 17 uh, young world leaders. Like, how did that come about? Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, yeah, man. Um I, I, the, I'll try to do a, a, a like I put uh, in work. A, That's a how shorter came about. story. <laughs> yeah, I put in a lot of work. I overall, you know, so, you know, what happened was about, uh, about a year ago, you know, I, I had probably done, you know, 800 and some concerts, gotten over 17 countries, access to energy, open up for t Aaron Carter, crazy. Shaggy to write so many. I came back. To, I know it's crazy, right? I was in Honduras. I, you know, did like three concerts in villages that had, didn't even have electricity. So I was like, wow, it's possible to bring music to places that don't have electricity, you know? And, and so I came back to America and I was expecting like it to happen, you know, like I was expecting like Tesla to be like, here's a check, a battery tour powered by Tesla. Keep, keep getting the world plugged in. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> or like some rich investor dude that's like, Hey, you're bringing, uh, you know, electricity to over a billion people here. Here's the money. Did you call keep doing it? <laughs> right exactly i mean yes and no like at the end of the day it didn't happen right so what i did was instead of complaining instead of getting upset or cussing out you know or whatever i dug into the entrepreneurial resources in my community i you know graduated the fast track i went through clean tech open i you know built some more business wow. and all stuff and then i heard about this thing called climate week you know what i'm saying and I, in new york it's this 
the whole all the climate people will come to New York for like a week, right? So I went there, you know, and, and one of the first days I met this dude named Al Gore, you know, shook his hand, you know what I'm saying? And he he was talking, he had this big stage behind him, and, and I was like, I remember shaking his hand, I was like, yo, I looked behind this huge stage, I was like, bro, you should be powered by battery tour tomorrow. Like, right? Because he's got this huge stage, but it's powered by fossil fuels. And that got me on this tip where I'm looking at my phone. I heard about this girl named Greta Thunberg, and she was like this activist. And I went to her thing, and she was talking. But I looked behind her, and there was a diesel generator powering Damn. her. And I'm like, why? You know, and, I'm, and it made me think, like, you know, if, if you're talking about saving the planet, why destroy it? Why you yeah. talk about it? Right? So I started powering speeches and panels from organizations that are now partners, like Reverb and, and Ocean and Global and Four Ocean, all these major, you know, sustainability nonprofits. Next thing I know, you know, I met this guy, Paul Hawkins, who wrote a book called Project yeah. Drawdown and, and now The Regeneration. He became my mentor. Oh, Paul, that's my dude. Oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah. So, you know, me, I have The Regeneration. I know. So that's I how I found you, man. Anthem. It's dope. Oh my gosh. Oh, let's go. So Paul, so Paul nominated me to be young Hell leader, yeah. bro. Like he nominated. I didn't even know like I, I, I did go into the UN, I danced and everything, and I, I I showcased the battery tour, but I never knew about this young leader thing. He nominated me. I woke up one day, they told me I won, I was young leader. I'm like, Yeah, right, <laughs> whatever. You know, but I was. You know, and they were like, You're the only uh representative, uh, you know, representing the youth of America and like that's how I started. Now, part two of that story is funny. Anyone listening, you're probably like, okay, this dude's a young leader. What the heck? Okay, 17. I don't get it, right? Okay, there's these 17 things that the United Nations want, want they want to do by 2030. And, and it's all the countries, like all the countries voted on these 17 sustainable development goals, right? They picked me because of goal seven and 13. Goal seven is called clean energy, like for everyone, mm -hmm. you know? It basically means like everyone needs to have access to energy. And then goal 13, it's called climate action, right? Which you hear about that all the time, sustainability. They were like, oh, well, you're you're doing a concert, but it's powered by renewable energy. So, you know, it's yeah, climate, carbon neutral, climate action, right? Is that what you they know? sound like? So, like so, At the UN? Yeah. Really. <laughs> <laughs> Only some rich core people yeah. sound like that. No, that's like, that's like my corporate <laughs> voice. So yeah, that's it pay me. So right, so I looked at these goals, and when you guys look at like what's this dude talking about? I looked at I looked at these goals, and I was like, yo, bro. I was asking people in Kansas City, you know, I'm doing I do concerts with mainstream. Like, I'm a mainstream. You know, everyone knows. Everyone knows Justin Bieber's girlfriend besides me. Anyways, what what were you saying? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> okay, well, shoot, dang it. But you know what I mean? Like people like oh, when Kim when Kim Kardashian posts a picture. It breaks the internet, you know, like people know, you know, like what Kanye said yesterday. But if you ask somebody, hey, do you know what the gender equality goal is? Do you know about, you know, reducing you, you might know about Black Lives Matter, but do you know that goal 10 of the sustainable, you know, development goals is like, hey, we, you know, like everyone needs water. Goal six, like goal two is like everyone. Isn't needs that whack? Like, like, what's up with that? I, I don't know, man. And I was asking him, I was like, yo, like, how long has this been going on? And they were like, oh, the, they used to be the millennial goals. I'm like, yo, they've been trying to do this for like 20 years, right? So I looked at the goals and it took me like two seconds, right? I looked at the goals. It took me like 10 seconds to figure out what I was going to do as young leader of the world. I was like, okay, this is easy. I'm going to do one song for each goal, right? But each song in collaboration with one of the biggest artists in the world. But 
everyone is an outlet, right? So it, the, the artist will be plugged into their passion. So if Justin Bieber cares about animals, he's on goal 15, right? You know, if, if mm-hmm. Jane Smith is about water, he's one of the collaborators on, right? If Lady Gaga and a little Nas X, which is what I'm, I'm working on, and like ho- hopefully like Dolly Parton care about gender equality mm-hmm. and LGBTQ, then they're on goal five. So one song for each goal. And I was like, well, shoot, I'm an independent artist. I don't need a record label. Plus, a record label is never going to fly for this idea of giving the music to the people, right? Which is what we're going to do. So I need seventeen corporate, right? I need seventeen corporations, one for each song to cover the cost of the studio, the album, right? So seventeen songs, seventeen artists, seventeen corporations. I need seventeen impact partners, which is why you know Paul Hawking and the Regeneration is one of my partners, right? Because you know the music is going to fund the action. Right. So, you know, if that song would say The Weeknd, which I'm trying to have in a goal two with No Hunger with The Weeknd, that would be awesome because he cares about food. So, well, yeah, The the Weeknd is passionate about food, Uh, you know. So why, uh, you know, if we do the the, the No Hunger and 70 million people buy this song for a dollar, then, you know, the impact Mm -hmm. organizations like World Food Kitchen and some of the ones that we're signing on, they get people food. So the music is here to empower the action, you know, music for impact. So that's what Project 17 is, is I'm bringing every facet of humanity together, artists, corporations, nonprofits, charities, you know, individuals, uh, you know, to, 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 to be an outlet for change. How is it like getting in touch with all these people and how, how like excited are there to be involved with this? I'll say it's going good. Like, you know, I started uh, musically with uh, goal 17, which is all about partnerships. It's the goal that says, hey, we all have to come together to make all of these other goals happen. And I did it with a band called the Head in the Heart, which is one of the biggest bands in, in America. And, you know, I just got connected to Paul Pullman and I hope, you know, by the end of first quarter, if everything goes right, you know, I aspire to have Paul McCartney uh, added on there. The song's mm-hmm. also been picked up by Netflix. Uh, Darren Olean and Zach Efron's show, it'll be on season two of uh, Down to Earth, which was like the number one documentary on there. Yeah. So awesome. in April, I will drop the first single, you know, hopefully with Paul McCartney on there as well. And Project 17 really launches. And then there's a ton of stuff going on. You know, I, I was blessed last year to spend a ton of time with Billie Eilish and her team. I did the inauguration for, for Biden, you know, working with the UN. I'm connecting to The Weeknd and other major artists and ambassadors at UNICEF from Pink to whoever, right? I mean, and, and this is what I'll say, you know, and also I'll say this. I, we have confirmed to Tech 9 the number one independent artist in the world. He's from Kansas City. He's on the Poverty Goal which is a goal I aspire to add Jay-Z and a couple of others who care about poverty. But ultimately, I mean, this this project is incredible because mm-hmm. it's really about what you're passionate about, right? And what I've seen from artists or humans, you know, which is why I'm doing a EDM version, we're doing an acoustic version, a kids version, is at the end, whether you're Marshmallow, Diplo, Shakira, Jimmy Kimmel, Barack Obama, when you look at the goals... There's something you care about, right? Yes. Like it could be, it could be poverty. You could tell me it's it's plants and and and, and agriculture. It can be in, industry infrastructure. It could be LGBTQ, Black Lives Matter, All Lives Matter. Like the goals, you there's something that you as a human connect to, or as a mm-hmm. company you connect to, 
and and that's what this project is. And so I just see a bunch of passionate companies, people, charities that are plugged right into what they care about. And that's that's the best thing about it. Hey man, that's life, and that that's like the me the meaningful way to spend your time. And like you can hear how passionate you are, and your values are very obvious that you're really interested in helping people. And there's so many others like you out there. But I, I did want to ask you, like, how do you deal with the reality of like humans tending to usually prioritize like their own self interest over goals like this when you're Ooh. out in the community trying to talk to people? Yeah, I mean, it's been hard. Right, I have an answer as well. I want to hear your answer. So here's the whole impetus behind my business is um, I've, I, I really love this theory called enlightened self-interest, which is the idea that by always considering others before yourself, you ultimately serve yourself at the deepest and most fulfilling level. So like rather than going after material desires or something like that, you go after serving others and you realize that that's like the most fulfilling way to spend your time. But I don't think that works for everyone. I think that would work for someone like you, obviously. But it's a way for me to be like, hey, you're, you are um, you're prioritizing your own self-interest by living a life of service because you know I'm like a living example. Like I'm having so much fun talking to you. I'm loving my business. I'm loving my life. And I'm obviously like I'm giving away all of my money. I'm trying to prioritize other people above myself. And that's what makes me happy and most fulfilled in life. So I try to lead as an example. But like I think it, it's, a, it's a theory. You know, It's in Christianity and Judaism and all the main religions talk about the same shit. Like they've been, they've been saying the same stuff over and over 100%. again. It's like people just need to actually listen, you know? No, you're spot on. I mean, me and you are so similar. We basically live by the same doctrine. You know what I'm saying? Uh, That's how we where got connected. The, where do you say it? Exactly right. Where do you say everything mutually, needs to be mutually beneficial to a degree or just, you know, also, also in life, we always feel best when we give. I think we're here to give. We're here to give and share our talents. We just need to be living in our purpose uh, or, you know, uh, our why, the correct why. That's it. I, I say that's exactly the case. Now, this, this is what I'll say, you know, uh, always coming from a place of love and things like that. But what I'll say is in, in, in no pun intended, the climate has changed, right? Like, and, and by that, I mean, it's becoming cool to, st- dude, I remember four or five yes. years ago, right? It, right. I remember four or five years ago, I started looking on Instagram and every girl was like doing yoga, you know, like eating healthy, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like vegan, like it's tight to be like, like I literally have seen posts where people go hard and go at someone for using a straw. Like, why are you using a straw? What are you doing? Blah, blah, blah. Like, what? Oh, shoot. Like, it's, it's, it's changed so much that it's cool to be sustainable, to go thrift shopping and stuff, right? Like, so, mm-hmm. you know, when you're talking about bringing a project where it's like, you have to understand there are managers and agents in the entertainment business that are telling their artists, hey, uh, say something about uh, sustainability. Just say that you uh, you drive a Tesla, you know, like, you're, you're uh-huh. care, you care for the world, right? Say something on, uh, you know, like, they, they are literally looking for this and so i it's kind of crazy because when the world didn't care about what i was doing you know i wasn't cool but now all of a sudden i'm cool now it's cool to talk about uh inequality and black lives matter or or this race matters or whatever right it's it's these these sustainable development goals the uh this give back this impact model this like idea of you have to stand for something 
whether you're a company now and you're Coca-Cola and you have to stand for something or you stand for nothing, you know, that all is perfect. You know, corporate social responsibility. Now people care about the impact on the planet, the world, they, you know, and so I'll say that it's very easy for me now to connect this project to people because they're looking, it's just timing is everything. Sure. That's one of the big principles in having a successful like uh, startup right. company is, is timing is one of the biggest factors. But let's let's be honest, man. Like you were destined to succeed either way because you didn't care if you were going to be cool. You did what you believed. And as long as you continue to do that, you'll never run out of energy. You know what I mean? You just, Facts, you'll you'll wait until the time comes up. Facts, bro. Like that's people need to hear. You, you should repeat that a second time, bro. Listen to what this dude Ethan is saying. Like what this is this is the key, man. It's not following the crowd. It's recognizing your why, right? It's mm-hmm. developing your passion and then it's going it's doing it, you know, every day and, and not giving up because you you know but you also do love to do it. So you have that boundless energy. Right. Yeah. I mean what I just said is that like you didn't do something because you thought it would be cool you did it because you believed in doing it and that would have kept you going no matter through what and then eventually trends are always changing so eventually your time will come as long as you just keep on doing what you believe your time will come you stay true to yourself you believe in yourself right you say hey to the world exactly cool bro what's been great talking to you do you have uh any specific advice for people who have who can like advice for them transforming their ambitious goals into like actual accomplishments yeah, yeah. My advice to anyone trying to pursue any goal, you know, and turn into an accomplishment, yeah, it's just it, it take a step every day, you know. I wrote a song, you know, called Creep Creep about, like, just it, it taking a step every single day. That's all it is. And, again, we can get into this concept of 10,000 hours and mastering something. You know, I used to play basketball. I was Division One. You know, I'd wake up every day and I would shoot 500 shots on the gun in the morning. And then after practice, we'd shoot, like, another 500 shots, right? Every single day. Stephen Curry didn't get to where he was, you know, uh, Kobe Bryant, LeBron James, sports players, without putting in that kind of time and work. You've got to know how to allocate your time. you got to take a step every day. got to be consistent. you got to put 10,000 hours into whatever angles those are, you know. So I would say do that, you know, and definitely celebrate all the small things. That's the hard part. Is when you make an it impact, is. you might not see it as a freaking impact because it's not the big vision. You mm-hmm. gotta learn to celebrate that, man. <laughs> I, I, I love that. Um, so you've been going for how long have you? Been, when did you start the battery tour? I know. I keep saying is ten years, years, but when ago? I do the, I know. Yeah, when I do the timeline, I've only been doing the battery tour for eight years. I'm not on ten years yet. Wait, wait, no, eight, no. Uh, 2012 is when it started, so I am on ten. Hell yeah. Word. I'm on so, 10. Let's go. Congratulations, <laughs> man. I'm excited for another 10. Um, so it's 2022 now while we're recording this. I just wanted to ask yeah. you, where do you think you see you see yourself in eight years when we are supposed to be hitting these goals in 2030? Oh, yeah. Eight years? Where, where I see myself, man, where I see myself in, in two years, you know, three oh. years. I, I, I think I, I know this is going to sound crazy. That's my but favorite I will type be, of stuff. I know. I mean, I, I'm going to say this because now, now I... I I will be the, I will be the biggest artist in the world, Fuck you know, yeah. but I'll be, I'll be, and I'll, I'll be the, almost the opposite of what is typical. I'll be, I'll be the biggest artist in the world while functioning like the Robin Hood of the industry, the music industry. And that's where I see myself. I'll be the Robin Hood of the music industry, yet the biggest artist in the world. 
Are you are you a fan sense. of Chance the rapper? That does make I sense. I love Chance. I love Chance. I love Macklemore. Yeah. You know, great business steps that they've made. Well, I just remember I was really into Chance. Uh, he was coming popular when I was in high school, and he was really big on not having a label. And I guess Jay Z did something similar, where he just made his own label. Right? Is is that kind of? Are you yeah, talking and about everyone completely new. Yeah, everyone's going that route. Logic doesn't have, I mean, he has a label, but he's not a major. He's not signed to a major. You know, Wiz Khalifa just got on the air and said after his cycle goes through with this last album, he's going to be an indie artist. Labels, here's the thing that people have to understand. Russ, I love Russ. There's a rapper named Russ. Do you know Russ? Yeah. You know Russ? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Russ, is, Russ will give you a lot of clues, you know. And, and uh, you know, at the end of the day, a label is two things. A label is connections, right? And then they're a uh a budget money they're a loan they're a bank right mm-hmm. uh the problem with their loan is they give you you know a million dollar advance or whatever that you know two hundred thousand whatever but they want to own 90 percent of your venture of yeah. your of your property of your everything your business your intellectual the music mm-hmm. everything right i'm better off going to a real bank you know getting a line <laughs> of credit 100%. right and then pay Right, paying for their connections because all the labels doing is hot is pay, spending two hundred fifty a million dollars on a single for radio. They they have all these different services that they hire out to do X. So when you look at Chance the Rapper, you talked about Chance. I, I was going to say Macklemore. You have to understand, mm-hmm. you know, Chance the Rapper spent I think three hundred four hundred thousand dollars to market his album, but he hired out like a lot of pieces at De- at Def Jam. Right. So that's what the yep. label would do. If he signed to the label, they would just use their people. But he came in as an independent and used his own money. So the question is, you know, uh, do I need a label or do I just need a loan? And I need to know who those connections are to hire them out. Mm-hmm. I'll take I'll take the I'll take the ladder that keeps me only my music. I can make my own decisions and I'll figure 100%. out how to raise that money. Yeah. Right. Was- and so that's what that's what we're doing. Yeah, I love it, man. And like you said, we're in a whole new a whole new world where it's becoming more common to do stuff like that. So when you say be the Robin Hood of music, are you talking about using all uh, being the the biggest artist in the world and using that all that influence to give back to the people? Is that what you mean when you say that? That's exactly what I mean. That's you dope, got it man. right on. Yeah, yeah, because you have to understand. Like I'm about to make like the goal. Like let's just take an idea. Mm-hmm. The goal is a song with Lady Gaga, maybe Lil Nas X and Dolly Parton. It's about gender equality, right? Hell Which yeah. is go go for. And then you, and then you you're gonna make a lot of money, right? Maybe let's pretend a hundred million people buy it for a dollar, you know, because it does. I'm giving that to those causes. We're giving the music a way to make impact. That's Robin Hood. That's that's the song on Goal Seven, which I want to do with Akon or somebody like that, right? We're gonna we're gonna give it away to get people access to energy. What the Battery Tour has been doing for years, right? Build boxes, microgrids, etc. That's Robin Hood if I ever heard of one. <laughs> Bro, that's like the coolest thing I think I've like I've like ever heard. Wait, we're definitely on like the exact same vibe. I just I hope I, I hope like more people like us are listening and realizing that whatever industry they're in, whatever they're passionate about, they can do the exact same things, and we can hit all of these goals in the time frame that we want. Ay, man, this has been this has been amazing, man. I, I love everything you're doing. Dude, and any final pieces of advice for any young people listening, passionate about building a better world? Nah, man, just you know, be you. Say hey to who you are. You know, be an outlet, man. Stay plugged in. Know your why. 
identify that passion, take a step every day. Thanks, Ethan. My pleasure. All right, everybody. So if you or anyone else you know is looking to buy or sell a home anywhere in the USA and would like to create thousands of dollars in donations without any cost out of pocket, please visit ccrboulder.com today.